Oh my God. Why does it sound like a video game? Hi everybody! So back by popular demand is the a special edition of the Red and Edge show. Um, we've been live streaming the Red and Edge show on Monday nights to my page for the first time for the last two weeks, and lots of you had questions about who this guy named Jay Edgar is. So we decided that we were going to uh, do a special edition on a Saturday night, a happy hour kind of. Um, kind of show where you guys get to ask us questions um, for the first 10 minutes or so. Ed and I are gonna talk and you guys are gonna get to know him. Um, you already know me. And then after that's over, you guys can ask either one of us questions, both of us questions, and we can just hang out for about 45 minutes to an hour. And Ed and I, I think both have drinks. So if you're around, make yourself a drink and join us. Boy, it's so weird not being the one who's doing this. <laughs> I just made all that up. Even though I'm actually doing all the tech here still, so. So what are you drinking? Let's start with that. Oh, I've got a uh, nice single malt that I picked up here right before uh, we started. I actually didn't have scotch in this house for a long time, which I told you when you and I met. If there's no scotch in this house. Like something is wrong. Send help because something is wrong. But, uh, <laughs> you know, as uh, I've gone low carb for the last few months, alcohol has been hitting me harder and harder. And I just keep forgetting to go to the liquor store and get more, so. It could be interesting, just as hard as liquor hits me lately, but we'll see. Awesome. I'm drinking um, something that I make called a cherry bomb. So it has a Hotel Tango bourbon in it, some bitters, brandied cherries, which I love, um, with some of the syrup. And then I top it off with like Sprite or ginger ale. So I think it's delicious, but... Yeah, anyways. I've made cherry so, bombs before, but that's not how I make them. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the actual name for that is called or if it's something that I made up and no one else makes or whatever. But, yeah, that's what I call it because it has this really pretty, like, dark red color. Hmm. So good. All right. So why don't you tell everybody on my page, um, like, when did you start podcasting and what made you want to start? 
Well, I've actually been thinking about this for a long, long time before I actually bought a camera and turned on the camera. Um, believe it or not, I started off doing a uh, dating and lifestyle blog. And that was, my God, that's been nine years already at this point since I started doing that. Um, it was called Ed's Blog, which is where the Ed's Blog Twitter comes from, because eventually I started to make a blog about it. But as, you know, as more and more lifestyle got through and more focus started turning on the 2012 election, the way people were reacting to the 2012 election, I couldn't help but start talking about politics and news and what was going on with that. So my <laughs> blog started getting more and more news and politics oriented. And then I took a big break from it. I moved out of Kenosha. I moved in with my cousin, which they didn't have a reliable broadband internet uh, signal out there. So I, my blog just kind of fell to the wayside. And as my, uh, not my last relationship now, but the relationship was uh, before was starting to fall to the wayside, I was looking for something to really take my mind off. My ex-girlfriend was extremely mentally abusive, so I was looking for something to turn my mind back into it. And, you know, the election of Trump was going on, and I had a lot of opinions about that. So I started to, I started writing again. I started writing about my first article back after my hiatus was about CalExit. And then mm -hmm. I ran across a, a YouTuber named Matt Christensen who seemed to be making short-form videos, kind of the same theme as what my blog was. And I realized, okay, well, if I get a webcam and a microphone, I can do this the same way and possibly reach a bigger audience when I do so. Um, I was doing two to three solo videos a week that were just on a... It was pre-recorded. It was heavily edited. Um, I'd put them out usually Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday. I'd put one out on one news topic through the week. But it's just as the news cycle got heavier and heavier, I started mm -hmm. needing a more long-form situation. Um, you and I met, uh, you came over, actually, you and I met on a, uh, what was it, a Libertarians hangout over on the Freckles and Brit show? That was I how think you so, and I met. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then I asked yeah, you to come did, back. What was it like? It was like a big Zoom call, and there were like maybe six or seven of us, and we all just kind of hung out and had drinks, and it was... I think it was like in an afternoon, like a Sunday afternoon or something. And it was, it was really fun. Um, that was like right when the lockdowns were starting to really get, mm -hmm. um, really starting to bother people. Like, yeah. I think when they first happened, everybody was like, okay, you know, like we'll do this for the rest of March and then, you know, we'll get back to our lives. And then it just didn't happen. And like most people, I think I had a brunch date with a couple of girlfriends, um, maybe a a month into lockdown and it was like I was still trying to connect with people um and just do it virtually like I was making more of an effort to do that whereas now I'm just like eh. <laughs> I'll just go out if I want to go out um but yeah we did that and that was fun um and then you came on Ed's World which that's kind of where yeah. I was going with that because that's kind of where I brought the story in um mm -hmm. it was approximately well actually it was the fifth or sixth episode of uh my solo video series um, when the Charlie Guard thing happened, I don't know if you remember that, when uh, the kid yes. in England had the hole in his heart and uh, they were mm -hmm. refusing to operate on him. Well, I have No, a... they, were, they were even refusing to let his parents take him out of the country. Yeah, yeah they that were refusing ridiculous. all kinds of stuff. Well, I have a, uh, uh, a close friend uh, from real life, actually. She's uh, close friends with my cousin, and we met because she wanted my shrimp dip recipe, but uh, her son's got spina bifida, so I didn't know anything about raising kids. So I had her on to ask her a bunch of questions about that specific story. That that kind of got the taste into doing a longer form podcast into my mouth. Mm -hmm. And after I moved out, because 
the worst part is my my ex and I broke up like two months after we signed the lease together again. So we're locked in this place together Ugh. Yeah. for almost eight months at this point. But right. as soon as I so... moved out, yeah, I started uh, inviting more people on. We started doing a more long form thing. And, um, you know, I still did my two solo videos a week, but I was having more long form conversations. Right. And then I joined you and I just did a guest spot the first time. And I think like that same night you were like, would you ever want to do this like permanently? And I was kind of like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then I think you wore me down and I finally said that I would think about it. And I committed to it in like June. Uh oh, we lost, uh, we lost our hostess here once again. We might have to go figure out what And guy. we decided that we were going to start doing it in. Hold on. You are, uh, I'm losing you over there. I think I'm still connected. Looks like it. Yeah, I'm still connected over here, but uh, I've lost you. Yeah, Shane Davis. No. No, Shane Davis. I wonder if this is the Shane Davis I know, because I do know a Shane Davis. Let me see if I can figure out what's going on here. Yeah, she's frozen right now. I, I will see what I can do to get her back. So, um, she just asked why it does this. And now I'm looking at myself here. So we will see if that comes back here in just a bit. So I'll uh, fill in a little bit of the story here as uh, we try to figure out what's going on. She looks like she's going to sneeze. Yeah, thanks, uh, Edward Mason. <clears throat> um, anyway... So, yeah, to fill in where she had left off with that. No, I had asked her. I had been looking for a podcast partner for quite a while at uh, one point. Let me get this shut down here. One second. I'm going to shut down the other side of this quick. Just until she gets back, which I think she just did. You came back. I came back. I don't know what the heck is up with this thing. I never lost connection. Like I never, I never lost internet. So I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. We'll uh, probably figure that out somewhere on the back end. Um, anyway, yeah, I was going just kind of giving my side of what had happened when I asked you to be because I'd been actually looking for um, a permanent co-host for a mm -hmm. while. I right. actually, honestly enough, it's surprising that you're on the other side of the screen regularly now because the person that I initially had in mind was like 180 degrees your opposite <laughs> because I was initially Were they a Democrat because that's no it was Mackenzie Mackenzie I don't know who that is Kenzie Puff over on Twitter oh okay she was the first person I actually had intended to uh have as a co-host and she almost agreed but then just scheduling conflicts came up with that yeah and then we had scheduling conflicts because we I find you wore me down and I committed and I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then, and then I said, but you're going to have to give me a few weeks. So let's start at the beginning of July. Mm -hmm. And Which then <laughs> I was on my way to Florida just before that. Cause yeah, that was what we agreed yeah. on was, uh, when I came back from, uh, I took Steven Ignoramus down to, uh, Orlando and then we met up with John from the generational gap and spent a week down there. Right. But then I got the job with Joe. And so I was like, how am I going to do both? Like, because I'm going to, I don't even know where I'm going to be every week. So 
it was touch and go for a while, which is why we didn't start live streaming to my page until all of that was over. Because at that point I wasn't on every week because I just couldn't be. There were some, there were some weeks where I just had back-to-back -back meetings or I was traveling or I was just busy. Or I think there was one or two times where I was just so stressed. I just couldn't, I was like, I can't even, like, I don't have the time to prepare to do these things. So um, that's why we waited so long to start live streaming to my page. And then everything kind of, everything finally settled down in December. Um, and then I missed one more week in December because I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, it just worked out that we did it now. And it's a lot more comfortable now. Like, I feel like in the beginning, it was there was definitely like a learning curve for me. And then there was also that whole thing of like, when you do broadcasts with other people, um, if they're not interview like back and forth interview where if it's the format that we do which is where we're just talking about you know a news recap from last week um you really have to like get settled in with each other and there's really on-screen chemistry to take into account and bantering and things like that which like you and i have become friends over the last several months so um so it's gotten a lot easier for us to do that. And I think it's more entertaining for people to watch us do that now. So it, yeah, it worked out really well. Like timing was really well. The first, actually both broadcasts that we've done to my page have probably been like the best ones that we've done so far. Yeah. Well, and that, that was one thing too. And I mean, it's interesting that you touch on, you know, the learning curve and getting comfortable because Ed's World, my other podcast, was very much the same kind of thing that you and I do. It was a news roundup, but I was getting the perspective from various other people who were well-known around the internet at the time. But mm -hmm. once again, if you change your guests every week, you don't get that learning curve. And that was part of the reason that I wanted to have a permanent person on the other side with me was, you know, now I can get to know you and I I have an idea how you're going to react to most of the news stories that pop up because I've come to understand what sets you off, what gets you angry, what gets you <laughs> laughing, what makes you, you know, what kind of makes what you is, tick a little bit. Tell, tell everyone what is the thing that gets me the most angry or what, what is the thing that you think gets me the most angry? Um, probably MAP stuff. Oh yeah. That and Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, I get Woodrow so Wilson. mad. <laughs> If you want to make me mad, bring up, uh, what is that, Nambula or whatever it is, MAP, or Woodrow Wilson or FDR, and I am just like, just let me go. <laughs> Wait, uh, what do you have against Marlon Brando? <laughs> no, that's not it at all. <laughs> not the National Association of Marlon Brando Lookalikes? No. Oh, the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing we must not speak about. Well, and then, too, I mean, we've got the, the meme on there, too, which uh, I, I'm happy to report that I have seen an 80s movie again uh, as of recently. <laughs> Mostly because Ed I couldn't sleep last movies. night. Ed, that's the one thing you guys need to know about it. Ed does not watch movies. He's seen maybe maybe 10 entire movies in his entire life, and he's older than I am, and I'm 33. And it baffles me, like, every time. Because I communicate in song lyrics and movie quotes. <laughs> and I will say something that is, like, so second nature for someone of my generation, our generation, like we're in the same generation. And he'll just be like blank. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you not know this? Like, how do you not know that this is like a quote from the princess bride or something? And he's just like, I've never seen that movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I get uh, some of the same frustration going back and forth. Cause you've never seen Mallrats. 
Yes, I have. Oh, you've seen that one. Which one haven't uh-huh. you seen? Because you've seen that's another one from the Askew uh, universe that you haven't seen that I talked about. I have no idea. Dogma, probably. Yeah, it was Dogma because I quote from that one incessantly. I had a little run when I was uh, still a teenager where every time I watched that movie with a girl, I would make out with her in the end credits, which is amazing (laughs) because it's not even a romantic movie. It just happened that way. I mean, that's like people who go see horror movies and end up making out at the end of them. Like, I can't can't even go see a horror movie because I I don't like them. I do not like being afraid like that. So that's just not, that's not my thing. Like, Signs with Mel Gibson is like the scariest that I will go. Would you believe I've never seen that? No, it's not shocking to me <laughs> at all. <laughs> I need to come up with like a master list of all the movies Ed needs to see. I have seen The Karate Kid as of yesterday. Yes, you you Snapchatted me and you were like, guess what I'm watching? And then you Snapchatted me something totally blasphemous and you were like, I asked, who was it? They are already conservative. Well, okay, yeah. let me let me explain to you, you how that you, came you about. You were like, so is the Will Smith kid version okay? And we were like, no, you can't watch that one. So, well, that came about, um, I've got a secret little crush on Peyton List, which she's probably way too young for me to be crushing on anyway. She is over 20, so I'll give it that one. But uh, um, I know that she's on Cobra Kai, and uh, the R-rated conservative, who is a part of our network, our Freedom Scoop network, had been talking about Cobra Kai a few times over the past uh, few mm-hmm. weeks. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I see it popped up on Netflix. I'm going to go see if I can watch it. So I asked him, I said, okay, have I, do I have needed to see The Karate Kid to understand Cobra Kai? Yes. And then he texted back and said, yes. And then like five minutes later, I get another text back that says, wait, you haven't seen The, the Karate Kid? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my reaction every time you're like, oh, I haven't seen that. And I'm like, but how? How have you survived? Can I give you a movie assignment for tonight? Uh, no, because I'm probably going to be way too hammered by the end of this to uh, uh, remember it, or remember it if I watch it. But Okay, well then if you're hammered, this is the perfect movie. Watch Dazed and Confused. I wonder if I can find that streaming somewhere. I don't know, but you can probably find it like for rent on YouTube or something, but you should watch Dazed and Confused. It's a movie that you can watch hammered and you can still understand it. I've technically seen Too Fast, Too Furious. I have no idea what happened in it because I was fucking hammered the whole time, beginning to end. But I have technically seen it. Right. Okay. So Ed doesn't watch movies. We've established this. It's heartbreaking. What um, else do you want to ask me? <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Was that 10 minutes? That was about like 10 minutes. Um, yeah, we're on 20, at, uh, according to the yeah. ticker. Okay. Well, we basically got we got enough information out of you. So everybody knows that you are from the land of the north. Wisconsin. Uh, in Wisconsin. Um, like even more north than me. And we know that you don't watch movies. You do like single malt scotch. I don't know what else. Like that's the basics and how you got into podcasting, which was the most important part. So I mean, I if, I, uh, just... if I owned and didn't rent, I would have a uh, Cuban on the other hand. I can tell you that. <laughs> so I think we should just do AMA. So if you guys have questions, drop them in the chat. Um, comment on the streams on any of the platforms. It'll come up in the chat and we'll, um, we'll answer. And I'll scroll back a little bit and see if anybody has already asked anything. And we'll say hi to people that are here. Um, Dusty says, what a way to celebrate Valentine's Day while the rest of the world is on dates. I mean, 
You're having a drink with a redhead. Just say that. That works. Well, one of the other things to keep in mind is that we're in the middle of the commie fucking coof, so actually there aren't going to be a lot of dates going on right now. I think there will be. Depends on your state. Yeah, it does depend on your state. Um, Zuckerberg's Liberty Meme Horde is here. Hi. He said, is that the vacuum guy? No, this is not the vacuum guy. Totally different person. I was Wagner's debating self-doxing myself at the beginning of this, just just so it's out there, because I know somebody's probably out there looking to give my information out. So, hey, why not just put my first name out there? But I'm Let's not ready not for that, that yet. Um, Wagner says you should send some single malt to my house. I mean, I've got even better than single yeah. malt here, but I'm not ready to get that hammered because uh, I've actually got this sitting right on the desk. Moonshine? Oh, yeah. Is it flavored? No. Or just plain? It's just white lightning. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The biggest thrill of all. Uh, Bur Breakdown with Birkenoff is here. Hi. Uh, Ron's here. Shane says, one of the few libertarians I still enjoy, you and Larry Sharp are the only two that I respect tremendously. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you guys make my day when you say stuff like that. Sandra's here. I know Sandra, like in person, in person. Nice. Hi. Yeah, there are people that follow me that know me in person, and it's so funny to me anytime I post something and people like flood the comments with stuff like, I thought this page was run by a guy. And I'm like, there are literally people here that have like been friends with me since high school and college. No. <laughs> I wanted to see if the name uh, Toby pops up That have literally met chat. me in person many times. <laughs> um... Edward Mason is here. He said, isn't everyone available on Saturday night? I'm an old man. No more dating. I'm kind of almost in that boat myself. A couple people didn't know what map was, so I informed them. They're probably yakking their dinner now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Frank and Frank says, love faded and confused. It's dazed and confused. Um Cult says, looking, looking fresh, Ed. You do look fresh. You never dress up like this on Mondays. I could. Um, Joshua said, what's the truck hanging on your wall? The, so, I think you need a picture. Um, this is actually, not only is this from uh, the Transformers movie, it's the Optimus Prime uh, from the Transformers oh, movie. so you will watch Transformers movies. I actually got this before I saw that movie. Um, I'm this, not surprised. I, I worked at a Western Star dealer for a short period of time, and this was a piece of promotional material that was going out because Optimus Prime in the in the one with Mark Wahlberg was a Western Star uh, semi, and I worked at their dealer. So this was actually a promo because it's got the Western Star logo on it. They, they put this poster out without the logo, but this is a mm -hmm. dealer exclusive. So only people who had access to, in the dealers got these. Okay. So it's kind of like a limited edition type thing. Yeah. Cool. What else is there? Lee says, um, I watched Faces of Death 7 on Mushrooms. After watching it, nothing is strange anymore. I don't even know what that is, so. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Nailbender's here. Hi, buddy. Ed is a rum fan. Okay. That works. Matthew says, can we form a list of movies he has to see? Yes. I would. Yes. I want a spreadsheet. I had a list for a while. I want a spreadsheet. And then I want you to like put the dates on it of when you watched the movies. 
It seems like a lot of work. Oh my goodness, really? <laughs> like I would make the spreadsheet. You would just have to put the dates in. Uh, Berknoff says, should I work for a campaign and for the midterms in 2022? I think that's a Ooh. you question. Yeah, that is a me question. Um, I mean, it depends. Like, how much free time do you have? It depends, honestly. I mean, local races, you can, depending on the size of your district or whatever district the candidate's running in, you can kind of do those part-time, like evenings and weekends. But if you are trying to do it full-time you're going to have to find a congressional candidate or maybe a state rep candidate but their district would have to be really big well and i know that i said if uh, you guys get me to 2,000 subs on my youtube channel which is linked in the description by the way i will run for president but i've also been looking for weaknesses in the campaign of uh the local rock county sheriff right now too because i'm looking at local office and trying to figure out how i get a message of don't hurt people, don't take their stuff, and we don't enforce anything else across without scaring away all the soccer moms in Janesville. Hmm. Soccer moms are very easily startled. They are, indeed. <laughs> Glenn says, I'm lost at someone from Wisconsin having something to do outside of watching movies. There's always cow tipping. I've done that before. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> See, um, down in the south end of the state where I live now, I, I did not mm -hmm. live here all the time. I lived up in dairy country for, well, up until I was 18. Mm. So, yes, I have been cow I'm just going to smile and nod because I have no idea where any of those places are. I've never been up to that part of the country. should come up sometime. That's fun. But it's we'll, cold. We'll take you to the water park capital of the world. Who builds a water park in Wisconsin where it's frozen for six months out of the year? The Kalahari is indoors. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. And so is half of uh, the Greek-themed one that I can't think of the name of either. I can see it. I've been there before, and I can't think the of the name Greek of it. Greek-themed one? Yeah, like, there's... Like, a, like with bathhouses and things like that? Like, is it is it actually Grecian? Or is it just, like, the decor? No, it's uh, uh, Mount Olympus uh, Water Park. It's just the Greek de uh, decor. They made it up to look like uh, Greek mythology. And, like, all the rides have a Greek God's name in them somewhere. Interesting. So Matthew said, what, too. what are Elaine's top five movies? <sighs> You're going to have to give me a genre because mm -hmm. that is so difficult. Like I love movies so much. Um, I'm more into series than movies. Like I've um, just finishing up the man in the high castle. Um, yeah, I watched a few episodes of that, and I was just kind of like, this is really dragging. So I just could not get into it. It was really slow in the beginning. Um, Altered Carbon, I slow. loved Altered Carbon on Netflix. That I haven't was watched really that good. one either. That was really yeah. good. So my top five movies, man. The original True Grit is definitely on that list. Um, you have to watch that movie with John Wayne. Okay. It's excellent. Um, the, and you know what? And I love the new True Grit, too. Except I just feel like they're actually different movies. So I like them both on their own for different reasons. But there's only like, there's only one original True Grit. And it's the original True Grit with John Wayne and Robert Duvall. Um, what else? Gosh. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I love that movie. I have movie. seen that one. 
It's so good. I quote it all the time. Um, hmm. Empire Strikes Back. That's my favorite Star Wars movie. Fair. What else? Young Frankenstein, because Gene Wilder's a genius. Haven't seen it. See what I'm talking about? This is ridiculous. And what else? Oh, and Love Actually. I love that. It's my favorite Christmas movie. I haven't seen that either. I haven't seen Die Hard. You haven't seen Die Hard? I've never seen Die Hard. I've sat down to watch it twice, but I've never seen it. I've seen like 10 minutes of it. You know what I have seen recently that I I should have seen when I was younger? I didn't like Big Lebowski. Sorry. Like, I just did not see the point of it. Like, at all. People in Madison love the Big Lebowski, and I have no idea why, because I've never seen it either. But they love it (laughs) up there in that city. Oh, yeah. Um, Lee says, what's your take on the new Star Wars trilogy, dare I ask? Ed, I'll let you take that one. I I could not watch The Rise of Skywalker after I watched Ryan Johnson dash my adolescence and young adulthood into the fucking pits of despair. (laughs) I have seen... Uh, Force Awakens, and I've seen The Last Jedi. And after The Last Jedi, I'm like, fuck it, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. You're like, I'm done. No more. And no, I haven't seen... They killed Luke Skywalker because he fucking thought too hard. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is this? Seriously. But I did like uh, Rogue One, and unpopular opinion, I actually enjoyed Solo. I liked Solo too, um, and I really did like. Um, I did like. What was it? I, Rogue One was super sad to me. I love Mads Mikkelsen. He did not get nearly enough screen time in that movie. Um, I did like Rogue One. I did like Solo. I did really like. Um, why am I blanking? What was the first one? What was the first one of the? Um, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I loved that one. I saw it in theaters. I was so excited. Um, it brought back all the like really good memories I have of Star Wars from when I was a kid. My dad had them recorded on VHS tapes that were not labeled. And so my brother, it never failed. My brother and I would have to like open up where we kept the VHS tapes and like dig through all of the unlabeled ones and like mm-hmm. just put them in. And our favorite was, we didn't know what it was called, but our favorite one was the one with the Ewoks. So I don't know why we were just never like, here, can we just label these? But like, I don't know, our six or eight year old brains, like we're not, we didn't, we didn't think about that. So um, yeah, we would go through all the empty tapes and find our, our Ewok movie. And we would, we would watch that one over and over and over. Um, But yeah, (laughs) I love that. says hi um nail oh nail bender said that's return of the jedi yeah i love return of the jedi too but i think as a movie as an adult um empire strikes back is the better movie never never get into a hallway with a skywalker it's not good and i have watched the mandalorian and i'm torn about whether or not i'm going to continue watching it because of this whole disney bullshit that's gone on last week i have not seen it yet i said i was gonna wait until after i was done with uh high castle which i'm on um 
season four, episode eight. So I'm two episodes away from done with that. And that's the next one on my list. So that is actually going to be coming up in the near future. I've played Mandalorian Monopoly before I've seen the Mandalorian. (laughs) The Mandalorian is a great TV show. It is so, so good. And there's only two seasons, so it won't take you very long to watch it. And I think they're, I think they're eight episode seasons, but they're full hour episodes or no. I think the first few are maybe 30, 45 minutes, but then they start going into like, they get to an hour by the end of it. So um, it did not take me, it didn't take my son and I long enough, long, very long at all to finish the first season of Mandalorian. It did take, um, it did take a little longer to finish the second one. Matthew says force awakens was frustrating because Ray did not have to learn anything. Um, the Mary they kind of They kind of circle back to that in, um, Oh gosh. In the rise of Skywalker, they do show her doing training scenes and stuff like that um, with Leia. And I can't remember if they talk about it in the movie or if I just read it somewhere, but I never realized because I don't, I didn't really get into like star Wars fandom type stuff or like Canon or anything like that. I'm getting more into it now because my son is watching things like, Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars, which apparently gives like way more backstory to the Star Wars, you know, movies and things that happened before and things that happened after than, you know, the movies do. So um, I'm getting more into that now, but I didn't really, I'd never realized that Leia actually went through Jedi training, but she didn't finish. So she has force powers too. And I just never realized that i was just like i always thought it was kind of like a harry potter thing like where one kid could be a wizard and the other one wasn't and it's not (laughs) yeah i don't know that Um, franchise either yeah i was just a touch old for that franchise though when it came out and then now going back to try and do it as an adult especially being the kind of person who would rather read the book first and then see the movie yeah and then sketch out the time to read the books yeah uh, Glenn says, have you seen Firefly or Serenity? Yes, I've seen Firefly many times. I, I hated the ending of Serenity. So mad. For Wash. Uh, wasn't Firefly a Joss Whedon TV series? Yeah, it was. It, oh. only, ran, it only ran for one season. Hmm. I haven't seen it. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Serenity, I have not. Serenity is the movie that they made to kind of wrap up the series. Okay. But... It just, it just didn't fit. Like, it was a good movie, but it just didn't fit. Kind of like Caprica was against Battlestar Galactica. See, I don't know anything about that one either. Well, I've never seen, I've never seen BSG. Okay. But I, you know, I saw the hype around Caprica, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll look at this and see if I like the franchise and get into it. And I liked Caprica, but once again, I didn't have BSG to compare it against. Whereas most fans of Caprica did, and they were disappointed by it. Yeah. I watched Virgin River, um, which I have a love-hate relationship with. It's like a, it's kind of like a soapy sort of TV show, like very kind of soap opera And one of the characters is like super annoying. And um, she's just, ugh, she's all over the place. But, um, 
Yeah, I just have a love-hate relationship with that TV series and like lots of women are super into it and I'm just like, this this is annoying. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff. It doesn't even seem realistic. It's just, it's drama, it's drama for the sake of drama and I don't like that at all. Not in real life and not on TV either. I could so make a Liberty Twitter joke about that right now. Oh yeah, I'm sure you could. Uh, Lee says Mandalorian is designed like a classic Western, but sci-fi. Yeah. Kind so of. is Fallout New Vegas. I'm not a gamer. You know this. Yes, I so do. Ed doesn't watch movies and I don't play video games. So like we just like frequently <laughs> do this. <laughs> we just talk past each other sometimes. I swear to God, Everybody. somebody has a dog in this building. Which is weird because we're not supposed to have pets. But I hear a dog barking. Glenn says make the joke. He wants you to make the Liberty Twitter joke. Oh, drama for the sake of drama? That's pretty much what Liberty Twitter is. Yes, definitely. Libertarian Party Twitter. But also just Libertarian Twitter in general. Yeah. See, I don't know who's in the party and who isn't. So I just see everybody at each other's throats all the time. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I'm not in, like, any Facebook groups anymore, because I just got tired of trying to keep track of who hated who. Being in Facebook groups would uh, require me to open up BoomerBook, and I rarely do that. Right. The last time I was in BoomerBook was to add your page. <laughs> Which was a couple weeks ago. Yes. But it only took five minutes, so it was fine. We've already been through almost 45 minutes. I got 37. Do you guys have any more questions? We've talked about movies and TV for almost this whole time. Yeah, well, that's uh, definitely kind of the thing to go. The blacklist. Matthew Hammond says uh, he wants to recommend Justified, which I actually, I believe, I have that on my Amazon watch list, but I think they took it out Prime. So I'll actually have to pay for it if I want to watch it. But, uh, yeah, I did want to see that one. Hi, Kurt. You can still ask some questions. We'll be here for a few more minutes. Yeah. Quest says, do people hate each other on the Book of Faces? I thought that's what Twitter was for. Oh, yes, they do. Very much. I would almost argue that Facebook is worse than uh, than Twitter is. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is part of the reason I stopped using it. Yeah, because like in Twitter groups, you can't really control who follows you or anything like that. Um, whereas I feel like on Twitter, it is easier to control that. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ed wants us to talk about the acquittal. Oh. We're going to talk about that on Monday, I'm sure. So, Oh yeah. I, I, and I haven't at really that. had a chance. I haven't really had a chance to um, look into the arguments that were made and all of that. I, I just, I did the same thing this time that I did the last time when Trump was being tried for impeachment or whatever. I chose deliberately to not pay attention to it because it just doesn't matter what I think or what I say or what my opinion was. So I was just like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. And I know um, I woke up cause I barely slept last night. I, Went to. I got in bed at 9.30, uh, 10.30, I turned on uh, the TV and started watching The Karate Kid, 
figured I was going to watch half of it because I had to work at five, uh, 6 o'clock this morning. And then it came out to be about uh, 2.30 and I realized that I was still awake. Oops. <laughs> no, I was just staring at the ceiling like, why the hell am I awake? So I got home from work today and I took a nap. And I got up from the nap and I opened up Instagram and I see, oh, Trump is acquitted. Wow. The show that I had planned for Monday just went right the fuck out the window. <laughs> now we've got to uh, go back and rewrite the entire thing. Birkenoff says, what are your plans for the channel, Ed? The plans for the channel, it's really weird for me being the director of operations for Freedom Scoop because I'm often more focused on trying to build the Freedom Scoop community than I am on building my own channel. It has been one of the failings that I've had on that. But as far as what the channel goes, and I mean, this is kind of a part of the reason that we're doing this too, is we started streaming to Elaine's Facebook and bringing her audience in with mine. So we're starting to marry our audiences together, get them talking with each other, get them comfortable with each other. But I look at, you know, some very successful YouTubers who have a full community behind them. I'm, mm -hmm. You know, I cite Matt Christensen, who was the one that really pushed me to get in talking into a microphone rather than typing in a blog. And I see the community that he's built where people are getting married because they met through the show. The people That's are wild. making friends. The people are having meetups. I'm in a Discord group of people who watch the Beauty and the Beta show, which they just changed the name of it, and I hate it, but uh, who watch Matt and Blonde's show that all live, like, within an hour of where I'm sitting right now. So, I mean, they're building communities. That's what I want to do. I want to build a community of liberty-minded people who want to see the government go away in their various forms. I don't want to see... I don't want to build a community that's constantly at each other's throats like Liberty Twitter is, but I do want to build mm -hmm. a community of like-minded people who can come together, band together, and try to move the country in the direction of a more liberty-minded mindset. I'm I'm not a libertarian, I'm a federalist, but what I want for myself is I think the same thing that Elaine wants for the country. Mm -hmm. A less government I issue. Freedom. I also understand the fact that people in Los Angeles can't function the same way that Elaine and I want to function. Right. That's that's where the federalism comes in. That's where I differ in part ways from most libertarians is I understand that there are going to be people in this country that want to do things differently that's why we have a state set up the way we do so it's for me it's mostly community building is where i want to go with this i can get on talking the microphone for 10 hours a week and geez as long as contemporary has been getting every morning i am on the microphone for 10 hours a week plus mm -hmm. my 40 hour a week job off of this but i want to see that community i want to see you guys coming out realizing who's in your neighborhood making friends with each other and, you know, once we have a community, then it's easier to try and work in numbers and make the changes that we want to see in D.C. Mm -hmm. and in our own communities. So that's that's the goal for it. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely want to focus on community building. And actually, Ed doesn't know this yet, but um, I have a whole uh, document built that he and I are going to have to sit down at some point and go through. Um, and it's about how to make an annual plan for um a business, but it's tailored for uh, content creators, which we both are, um, because we do this. And I have the page, and I am building a website, and we both have servers. He's got Discord, and um, I got him switched over to Gilded. I have a Gilded server. Um, we both, well, you don't use Patreon anymore. You use Subscribestar. Mm -hmm. I use Patreon still. Um, 
actually kind of just revamped mine and kind of reactivated it sort of. So check that stuff out. Um, Kurt, I actually have a, one of my very best friends lives in the same town that you live in. So you just mentioned that I had no idea that you lived there. I love her to death. So the next time I'm in town, we will have to go get coffee. Um, and that's kind of my goal too, is like, I, um, I want to be able to just like go for a visit somewhere like in DC or, you know, like I travel a lot. I like to travel. Um, I especially travel um, when we're campaigning and when I'm working with candidates, if I need to, um, I lived in New Mexico for three months when I worked with Gary Johnson. And then I did get to go on the road a little bit with Joe, um, here and there. So I, I would love to have kind of a community built up to where, um, we feel like we can meet with our community. Uh So when you're driving to Florida next time, if you want to stop in Nashville and have dinner with some you know, audience members or whatever, you can just kind of put it out there and, and say, Hey, I'm going to be in town tonight. You know, who wants to go to dinner and, um, you know, build those connections out. And I want to do the same thing. Um, I would, I would love to be able to meet, uh, community members or followers for coffee, hang out, do like meet and greet type stuff. Um, even do maybe a little bit of community organizing where we do a project together or some volunteer work together mm-hmm. and, you know, impact our local communities. So, and that fits into another project that I'm working on with um, something called the unity coalition. That's something that we're, we're working on. We're really trying really, really hard to improve the culture that is within the Liberty movement and the libertarian party as well, because we are unfortunately known for having a very toxic culture where there is tons of infighting and it seems like, you know, people looking in from the outside think, Oh, well, everybody hates everyone else. Why would I want to join that? Like, that just seems like way too much drama. Mm -hmm. Um, and I even just said earlier, like I'm not in Facebook groups anymore for libertarian stuff because it's just full of drama and I just don't want to do that. So, um, yeah, we definitely uh, share that desire. Um, we'll have to sit down and go through that annual plan and, um, you know, answer the questions and just sort of do an self-evaluation and figure out where we're going from here. And um, the first step was getting my audience, you know, brought into the project, so to speak, and getting you guys used to live streaming, partially because um, I actually just noticed this week that Facebook is absolutely killing the reach on my page this month. Um, Last month, it was steady at a million and a half pretty much all month and this month it's not even hitting 500,000 so it's just like they've started suppressing political pages I even changed the category on my page to not be politics anymore it used to say political organization now I think it just says community Mm -hmm. they're still just suppressing that like I've had to fight against that I'm not really posting any content that's any different than what I posted last month and yet here we are like I have no reach. So it sucks. And eventually we'll all have to, you know, find other platforms to use. So definitely want to build up some alternative um, ways for people to connect with us and, and things like that. Well, that's one of the things too. And I mean, this is something I figured out on a happy accident because I, I asked you to come on and be my co-host with your fiery takes and the chemistry that I saw when you were on episode 67 of Ed's world. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, in spite of the fact that you were 25 minutes late, we still were able to pull it off and pull off a great show off of it. Like, you chimed in 25 minutes in after I had the intro in and had been talking for 25 minutes. 
Yeah, and I can't remember what held me up that day, but I was like mortified because I do not being late, do not like being late for stuff like that. You forgot that it was that day. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Welcome to my life. I have ADHD. (laughs) But I mean, that was that was the reason I reached and then to find out over the last few weeks that you are an expert in marketing, like an absolute firebrand in marketing and graphic design too i mean this you can only see the shadows behind it but i'm going to take us off the screen for a half a second and i mean she designed this here so the marketing aspect and the reach on the channel that's going to be that's going to be huge for us too and i'm really thankful that you're here for that i like doing it it's fun i mean i'm by no means i do i do not consider myself uh, a graphic design uh professional at all i just use free software and I do not describe myself as a graphic designer, but for stuff like this, like I can definitely, you know, put things together that are, you know, fairly simple. Um, I think I did our logo in maybe an hour and I did yours for contemporary in maybe 45 minutes, made a few changes. So yeah, in about a couple of hours, I got two logos hammered out and it works. So we both, we both have our strengths. You're good at, you're better at the technical stuff, um, which is why I'm like terrified to do live streams without you because I'm like, how do I even know what to do? <laughs> um, Joe Greco, I wanted to point out one for him because he says he just got the notifications that you guys were on. Well, um, join on the YouTube channel. Come and hang out for Contemporary. Um, I'll be on at 7.45. This is Central Time, of course, tomorrow morning. And then Elaine and I will be on at uh, 5.30 p.m. Central Time Monday night. Will uh, Monday morning, mm-hmm. not tomorrow morning. Tomorrow Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow Sunday. No, we will not be here tomorrow morning. I'm going to sleep in tomorrow morning. I probably um, will too after three or four more glasses of this. Uh, Joshua says, how's Rogue History looking? Still planning on Thursday? Yes, we are planning. I am planning on doing Rogue History on Thursday. Actually, my project for tomorrow is to work on the script. We are going to talk about uh, Dr. Joseph Warren, who is an incredible founding father that most people have never heard of, unless they're like a really big history buff. Um and actually he was so influential and so um, so highly thought of that a lot of historians have speculated that if he survived the Revolutionary War, that he probably would have been better known than Washington and potentially have even like far eclipsed Washington's, um, George Washington's uh, reputation and, and station, like maybe maybe Dr. Joseph Warren would have been the first president of the United States instead of Washington. So very interesting guy, very smart guy. Um, and he died during the battle of Bunker Hill, spoiler alert. So he died very early in the war, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So I am really looking forward to sharing his life with you guys. And I am happy to take suggestions for future episodes. I do have lots of ideas for, um, events and people and places and things like that to cover. Um, I've got like some lost cities, lost historical cities uh, on my on my calendar for later this year. And uh, I definitely got delayed in January because I actually had COVID at the end of December and it was not fun. So um, I was laid up for a solid two weeks. I was really tired and did not feel like doing anything. So that put me way behind in a lot of work. So Rogue History was going to start at the beginning of January, and now it's starting mid-February. So It was, it was yeah. okay, though, too, because I got another red-haired, liberty-minded person to come in. 
He wasn't quite as pretty as you, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, short short answer. Rogue History will be live streamed on my page this Thursday at I believe 7:30 Central or no 7:30 Eastern, or maybe it's seven. But there is an event created on the page. So if you go to the Facebook page, there is an event. You can RSVP to the event, or click interested or going or whatever you want to click, and it will notify you of any updates. Um, if I happen to change the time or anything like that, so. It are is you, not going to be. It's not just, going to be a pre-recorded episode. We're just. I'm just going to live stream it. Are you just going to stream to Facebook? Or are you going to do, do the other platforms? Do you want me to help you set up the other platforms? I can do that. We can talk about that later. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can help you set all that stuff up because you know, I've been doing it for three years at this point. Because that's your thing. Um, let's yeah. see what else. Um, I had another question here that we skipped over, but I wanted to make sure that uh, you caught it here. Did you mm -hmm. hear about the dyslexic, uh, dyslexic atheist that had insomnia? He stayed up all night wondering if there really was a dog. <laughs> that's not a question. That's a joke. It's a cute joke. <laughs> I liked it. Dad joke. Edward Mason likes my Federalist views. Ama says uh, Eastern time is the only true time zone. Uh, true. Can't argue. Matthew, yes, I'm sorry. You have to use Facebook for now. Oh, I know who that is. Yama? You have to say his full name. No. <laughs> Martin says he has a joke. Is it is it safe for work, i.e. safe for Facebook? <laughs> I really don't want to get deplatformed because all of you are edgelords. Well, speaking of edgelords, we have uh, John from the Generational Gap is in there. That's uh, who uh, Yama is and not. Uh, I, I always tell the story about John because it's hilarious. Before John and I met, we were both watching Matt and Blonde's show. And, you know, mm -hmm. on Super Chat, they would read all anything that was like 10 bucks and up, they would read. So John would Super Chat in, in that name. But Blonde, you know, she would just read it. And there was no chill in her voice. And, you know, it's my YouTube channel, so I don't care. So if we want to mute uh, Facebook here temporarily. But uh, <laughs> she would just come on. She'd look in. She'd look at the uh, chat and says, I'm a faggot, says, and then whatever the super chat was. And then he actually got on to one of their call-in shows and corrected her and what how it was properly pronounced. Oh, my gosh. That, that's that, She always did. She did that forever and ever. That's a story he'll have to tell you when you go on his show. Did he reach out to you, by the way? I'm going to put him on the spot right on the air right now. I don't know. I don't remember if he did. John. John, we <laughs> had this talk. I was like... That was like the dad voice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> John better get his shit together. He's going to be grounded. <laughs> big trouble. <laughs> See, and here's where I would say something like big trouble in little China. And you would have no idea what I was talking about because that's actually a movie that you should watch from the eighties. That is phenomenal. I just saw karate kid for the first time. See, he, John says he hasn't. So it's not my fault. You know what's interesting about uh, Karate Kid is I had so many spoilers coming into that movie. I'm sure you did. Well, I dated a girl who was a big fan of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Okay. So hearing everything that Barney said about uh, um, Johnny, William Zapka, the, the real Karate Kid. And I knew how it was going to end because, you know, the illegal scissor kick at the end of that. Which I looked into it after I watched the movie last night. And yeah, that was a totally illegal scissor, uh, scissor kick for the competition they were doing. Yeah, totally. 
Glenn says he loves Big Trouble in Little China. It's such a good movie. See, two people. Spartan also agrees. Yeah, it's a great movie. I've never even heard of that one. Usually you bring up a movie and I've at least heard of it. That one I haven't even heard of. It's so good. It is so good. It's very, um, it's very kitschy, but it's so, so good. Hmm. Uh, Escape from New York or L.A. Have you seen either of those? I haven't heard of those either. Oh, my God. Like I say, usually usually I've at least heard of the movies. Snake Plissken? Come on. No, those ones I haven't. I've seen Lost in New York. No, it's not. I have seen uh, the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters is great. We, we can't see it. It's off screen. Oh. You might not be able to see it because of the frame of the camera, but they can see the uh, bottom edge of it. Uh, we talked about this on Thursday when I did, or I'm sorry, Wednesday when I did the thing that I'm thankful for on Contemporary. But uh, yeah, I've showed you the picture directly. But yeah, my nephew drew me because we have matching Ghostbuster shirt. His is just considerably smaller than mine because he's seven. But uh, he drew me the Ghostbusters logo in gray. Yes, I have seen the um. Ghostbusters. I even saw that abortion that they did with the girls. Ouch. Hey, damn. I did I not like that movie. Um, I just told everybody that I watched The Death of Stalin last night, which is not... Um, <clears throat> it's it's a Hollywood movie. It has uh, Michael Palin, Steve Buscemi, Jeffrey Tambor, um, and some other people in it, but those are the ones that I remember. And um, the thing that I love about that movie... Oh, Jason Isaacs is in it. I have a crush on that man. Um they none of the actors make any attempt whatsoever to do a russian accent none so <laughs> steve buscemi regular accent jason isaacs regular english accent um so steve buscemi sounds like he's from new york um jason isaacs sounds like he's from england uh jeffrey tambor american accent like it's just like everybody's just doing their own thing michael palin british you know and they just go through the whole movie like that and it's a super um like dry humor type of film. And the first time I watched it, my friend Jacob suggested it to me. And uh, we watched it. Yeah, we watched it together um, when I was in Colorado in 2018. And I've been obsessed with it ever since. Because every time I watch it, I find something new that I didn't notice before. Um, like, he had to pause the movie and explain to me that something that was actually happening in the movie really happened in real life. Okay. And I didn't believe him because it sounded so outrageous. And there's something like that. And I notice it every single time I watch the movie, like something new like that happens. And I'm like, wait, did that really happen? And I'll get curious and I'll pause it and I'll like Wikipedia or look up, you know, like, did that really happen? And it does. And I'm, I'm shocked. I am shocked every time because in the United States, the government convinced everyone that the Soviets were like, going to hack into their televisions and like program them with pro-communist propaganda and like all this kind of stuff well then it actually happened it didn't though like they were so inept and so like nothing worked correctly in the soviet <laughs> union nothing i am shocked that they got sputnik up into space at this point um because i watched that movie and i'm like wow um they were just like running around and had no freaking clue what they were doing none jason isaacs in the tv show awake is fantastic i <laughs> bet it is i would watch that man in anything 
timeless on Hulu. It's two, it's like two seasons, but very good. Oh, also another really good movie that's like a romantic uh, rom-com hitman type movie is uh, Mr. Right with Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell. You have to watch that movie. It's very good. Huh. It has one of the best theme songs ever. I'll send it to you afterwards. That is interesting. Uh, Kurt said, I wanted to name my son Snake after Snake Plissken, but my wife is anti-fun. <laughs> no, it is not, McConnell. 300 is not a good rom <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great. I love that. I I saw 300 <laughs> in the IMAX in uh in Framingham when I lived out there in Massachusetts. Yeah. Which the IMAX is weird because it's in like a furniture store for whatever reason I couldn't understand. But that movie I've seen. <sighs> yeah, it's good. I think the only movie I don't like Jason Isaacs in. I'm gonna break my rule and say I don't like him in one movie is uh, he was in The Patriot. Actually, Please tell me. I don't know who that is. That? The Patriot? No, I haven't. I can't with him, you guys. I just can't. How many movies have I mentioned just in this live stream that he has no idea what they are? No, that one and I know like, what it is. I just haven't seen like it. They're staples. I'm aware of that movie. I just haven't seen it. How did I, I actually that? don't know who Jason Isaacs is. Just look him up. He played um, Draco Malfoy's father in uh, Harry Potter. But, of course, he had, like, long, straight, blonde, like, platinum blonde hair. So he just definitely didn't look like himself. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, he's a phenomenal actor. And I also have a crush on him. So, you know, there's that. Does anybody have any more questions? It's probably more appropriate than my crush from Hollywood. Probably. Or... <laughs> You know, I, I shouldn't say inappropriate because she's actually only like two years younger than me, even though she played girls who were much, much younger than that through her entire career. And yeah. she's not my well, type they, either. That's um, that's kind of standard for Hollywood. They always have to find an older actor to play a younger person. I mean, Grease. Let me, please tell me you've seen Grease. I have seen Grease. Okay, so all the actors in Grease were like in their mid-20s or... I think even their early thirties in some cases, and they were all playing high school students. Yeah. Like that happens all the time. McConnell says Betty White is his secret crush. <laughs> I don't blame you. She's a fox. Ashley Tisdale is mine, which is weird because she's like nowhere near my type. Chalaga says any sports or activities in high school. Um, I did show choir. I was a, <laughs> I'm a former theater kid. <laughs> I know you're all shocked. <laughs> um, I'm a former theater kid. Uh, and I rode horses. I've ridden horses for the majority of my life now. Um, yeah, those are pretty much my activities in, in high school. What about you, Ed? Um, I did show choir myself. Um, and then I, for the most part, I worked too much when I was in high school to do a lot of activities. But I was on the uh, forensics team, which is, um, I guess people in other states call it the speech team. But that, oh yeah, I was on you that. said forensics, and I thought CSI. I was like, "That's yeah. cool." No, I was on the I was on the speech team, and I did that religiously. I did that from middle school on, um, and then I did one year. I did work on the uh, on the school play too. I did spot uh, follow spot for the school play. Okay, so like tech crew stuff. Yeah. Cool. McConnell says he's going to confess his love to her when she is a hundred years old. 
Well, you better get started because yeah, yeah, that's like next year. Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> Kurt says, now let us turn to the book of Swayze, Roadhouse chapter one, verse 23. Be nice until it's time not to be nice. I've not seen Roadhouse. <laughs> I actually haven't either. But I do love Patrick Swayze. Have you seen Ghost? I've not seen Ghost. I think the only Swayze movie I've ever seen is uh, The Outsiders, which I I, even I, seen... I love that book. So, of course, I saw that movie. You haven't even seen um, Dirty Dancing? I have seen bits and pieces of that movie. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched it beginning to end. Okay. I think I've seen the whole movie. But I don't We're think gonna, maybe, maybe we should have a movie night sometime with our followers and just like watch a movie that either you've never seen or that neither of us has ever seen. We do have the capability because we watched the Leary roast in uh, the Discord. I can we set that up. I, I know how to do that. We could do that. So maybe movie night. Oh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn is such a good movie. Please tell me you've seen Red Dawn. No, I, <sighs> I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Hey, Point Break. I love Point Break. Keanu Reeves. I love him. Nobody can hate Keanu. I've never seen John Wick, but I heard it's good. I haven't I seen John Wick it. either. Ghost Rider? That's not a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> I think McConnell's trolling us. I think McConnell's trolling us, too. I think he's trolling everyone else more than us, because he knows we're too smart for that. No, I have not seen Brightburn. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, you do need to watch the original Red Dawn because they have remade it, um, but the original with Patrick Swayze and I think, um, isn't Charlie Sheen in that too? I'm trying to picture faces. But yeah, uh, Point Break is amazing. Agreed. It's a sur it's like a FBI surfer movie cartel type stuff. Swayze's in it, kind of Reeves. It's good. It's really good. Please tell me you've seen Free Willy. That's another one, because that came out when I was pretty young, where I don't know that I've seen the entire thing, but I've seen pieces of it. I don't think I've ever sat down and seen it beginning to end. I can't with you. So, the majority of this stream has been talking about how it is a tragedy that you do not watch movies, <laughs> and which movies you have not seen, and why you must watch more movies. I will get right on that, along with uh, studying for my uh, real estate license and producing two web shows, one of which is daily, and working 40 <laughs> hours a week. McConnell said, firstly, 300 is a rom-com. The Greek boy literally loves his wife and then makes a joke when he cuts off the slave dude's arm. <laughs> one joke does not a rom-com make. <laughs> 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 also yes goonies goonies is phenomenal that was I've, like my family's um thanksgiving tradition movie i don't know why i think it's because um i think it's because at some point like tnt or spike tv or one of those cable channels always had goonies on around thanksgiving mm -hmm. uh oh and we always ended up watching it because it was a kid-friendly show we just got so used to it that eventually we were just like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Time to watch the Goonies. And like, it didn't matter whether or not it was on TV. We were just watching it anyway. You froze up for a second there, but I think we got all the audio out of it anyway. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I said my my internet connection was unstable for a second. I just saw the right, Goonies guys. for well, the first we're time. We're going to wrap this up. It's almost eight fifteen. I got to make sure that you and I are synced at this point because I think you're uh, catching up with some of the stuff that you were talking about uh, just a bit ago. Are we synced again? I think we're synced again. I might be. Okay, we're synced I think so. again. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I just saw the Goonies for the first time like three years ago. The same year I watched uh, My Cousin Vinny for the first time. Okay. We have work to do. But, um, yeah, so it's almost 8.15. We have spent most of the last hour talking about what a travesty it is that you do not watch more movies. And we are all, I think, in agreement that that needs to change. So we should have a movie night with our followers at some point. We'll figure that out later. Um but thank you guys all for coming and hanging out with us. It was fun. Um, next time, ask more questions, or I will come up with some questions. That way we don't have uh, so, much dead, so much dead air. And, um, yeah, we'll do this again. It's fun. Well, I, I would eventually like to do probably monthly AMAs on my channel. Or not on my channel, but on my page. Um, they might be me. They might be both of us. Probably just be me most of the time. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So we will definitely do this again. If you guys want to watch the live, the live stream of uh, the Red and Ed show, our regular show, that is on Monday nights at 6.30 EST and 5.30? No, 7.30 Central? 5.30 Central. 5.30 Central. 5.30 Central, 6.30 EST. I always forget the time difference. So I hope you guys all have a good night. And Ed, any final words? Well, yeah, you guys come back over. Um... My regular streams do not uh, stream to Elaine's Facebook. So if you guys over on the Facebook want to join me, the top link in the description is for the live room for my channel. But you can get on to J. Edgar 101 over on YouTube and subscribe. You can come and check me out. I am at 745 every morning, Monday through Friday, with Contemporary, a news roundup of the day before. So come and hang out. I don't read the live chat when I'm going through that show, but there are enough people in the live chat that'll keep you company. Chilaga's there regularly. Ron Helton is there regularly. And uh, they will keep you in line. So love to hear. Uh, and I do go back and read the live chat at the end. So, uh, I mean, you guys are getting to me. I just don't see it on the air because I pretty much got to get through the news and get to work. So, but come and hang out. These guys are great. And I do give a special thanks to everybody. On Friday, I keep track of who chats and thank everybody. Ooh. So we do do that. So come and hang out with me as well. Otherwise, yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys every Monday night at uh, 530 Central Time. That is the one true time zone. Uh, come and hang out with us there. <laughs> Otherwise, go and check us all out over on freedomscoop.com. Partner Dust. Uh, other links in the chat that you can see are going to be the Discord, as was mentioned, and the Gilded. The Gilded is also partner dust. We are still a work in progress over there. But the more bodies we get in there, the better we can improve and the better we can see what's working and what's not and get it going too. So you have full access to both of us on the uh, Gilded and the Discord. So come and hang out with the both of us here. We organize charity. And yeah, go and check out our friends, The Generational Gap, The Daily Ignoramus, The R-Rated Conservative, The Freckles and Brit Show, and The Breakdown with Birkenhoff as well, where all parts of the network. And uh, I know once uh, you get up and running, we'll start pulling your... Uh, your stream onto the Freedom Scoop Network as well, so go and check that out. And as I close every stream since I started, since I started my solo videos, never take the words of bloggers, podcasters, or journalists as gospel. Find all the facts and draw your own conclusions. Have a great night, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us.